So uh, I heard you had a fun game with Aaron Nigel Smith. Smith Culture mm-hmm. Queen says, let's give it a shot. I heard it's fun. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. Let's say uh, Culture Queen says, put your hands on your head, on your crown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Culture Queen says, put your hands on your shoulders. Uh, Culture Queen says, repeat after me. Say, I am the future. I am the future of Black history. Yeah, there you go. Yes! <laughs> you got it. Okay. What a fun game. This is fun. We could go on for hours, but I got to say, this is so much fun. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another rare cut from the Matt's Random Thoughts archives. This time, we're taking you back to July of 2021 for an interview featuring Culture Queen. Now, Culture Queen is one of the 24 Black artists featured in the All One Tribe Collective album, which has been nominated for a Grammy for Best Children's Album. What a historic album that is. She's an award-winning teaching artist, children's musician, author, and arts manager, and she's the founder of a company called Culture Kingdom Kids, and she has produced teaching materials, music, and performances that center around Black history and give Black Americans a sense of their achievements and their accomplishments in American history. I hope you enjoy my lovely chat with Culture Queen, and I'll see you in February when Season 2 comes around. So, welcome. Good to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. So, All One Tribe, uh, I mean, how does it feel to be in this sort of collective for all these BIPOC artists? Well, it, it feels amazing. Um, it feels like something that should have happened a long time ago. So I'm honored to be on the first uh, family music album or children's music album that features all Black uh, artists that make music, especially for your royal children. I mean, so how did you hear of this? How did you, uh, like, uh, what was, who approached you to join this or did you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm connected in the children's music industry and um, a lot of the uh, black and brown children's music artists are front people that are colleagues of mine or friends of mine. And so, but actually I was introduced to the project. Uh, I heard talks of it, but I was introduced to the project uh, by uh, Queen Amelia Robinson, Mills and Trills. And she's one of the uh, project managers and producers on the album. So it was really, really, um, when she invited me and told me about the project, I was really honored and excited to be invited. That is such an amazing honor. So what's your music all about? Uh, what, does you, what, do you, what do you write music about and sing about? Or? Okay, well, I'm culture queen and I'm on the scene to remind you that you're royalty and all of the music that I create for your royal children is empowering. It teaches about our African-American history and culture and it does it in a really fun and exciting way. And so uh, the track that I have on the album, I Am the Future of Black History is actually a song that I wrote uh, about 11 years ago with my students, my culture kingdom kids. And it helps to to remind children that they can make history right now they don't have to wait till they become grown-ups that they can make history right now where they are i mean yeah with so much things going on with the greater thunberg and the climate crisis and also with the people young children joining in the in the ranks of the black lives matter voices i mean it's never been 
very resonant. So uh, I I like to say that your role in All One Tribe is just as amazing as anything else. And also, here's something about your music in general. Since when did you start making kids music? And well, I started making kids music. Um, let's see. It was 2013, I think it was. I started my company, Culture Kingdom Kids, in 2010. And I actually have always been someone who's written songs. And I was inspired by children's music always because I grew up listening to children's music and watching children's shows. So I really, like always as a kid, I used to write songs. Like if I had a science project, if I was trying to remember facts or math facts, I would write really creative songs to teach, so, so educational songs. And then when I became a teacher, I was an English and drama teacher, uh, uh, went to school for theater education and African-American studies. So I was always writing musicals uh, for children to help teach them about black history. And so I've always been doing that ever since I was a little kid. And when I got older, um, I got to do it professionally. So always writing songs, creating music, but always coming from uh, since from my musical theater background, creating musical theater for children that taught about African-American history and holidays. And who are your uh, children's music influences back then? And what as are your kid, influences now? Okay, well, as a kid, let's see. Um, I'm a child of the 80s. So I loved watching, of course, Sesame Street, but I also loved Gullah Gullah Island. Um, I, I loved, let's see, Barney. I loved, especially Barney, because that was my show. I wanted to be on Barney. Um, so between Gullah Gullah Island and Barney, and I'm pretty sure there are many more, but I just love watching the Disney Channel and all of those different shows that had um, really empowering and meaningful stories for children. And then I would say um, when I became older, my musical influences are really the music that my parents were really intentional about making sure that I listened to music that was age appropriate and uplifting and encouraging to my self-esteem. So Stevie Wonder, um, Gil Scott Heron, and many, many others, those was the type of music that was playing in my, um, in my, in the car when I would ride with my parents. And so even though that was music that was like from the 60s and 70s, um, it really inspired me to listen to, you know, all different genres of African-American music from jazz to Afrobeat to uh, all different types, African classical music. And when I created my album, I tried to make sure that I incorporated a variety of genres to expose children to calypso, jazz, um, hip hop, uh, spoken word poetry. And so in my album, you can, and, and even Afrofuturism, um, all within the same CD. Yeah, that that's what All One Tribe is all about. Any current mm -hmm. favorite kids artists? Do I say it again? Any current favorite kids artists? All of them. I can't pick one because we're all on the. I I I can't pick one because um, all of them are amazing, especially the ones that are on uh, the album. And, you know, I don't have any children right now, with the exception of all the culture. I don't have any biological children. I have many Culture Kingdom kids around the world um, that, I've, that I consider my children, and I call them, you know, my Culture Kingdom kids. But when I think about the music that I'm going to let my biological children listen to, and of course, the music that I share with my Culture Kingdom kids, I believe that the All One Tribe album 
every single song is something that I give, you know, five million royal crowns. They are all wonderful, all age appropriate, and not just for children, for parents, for teachers, not um, just, it's excellent. So I would listen to every single one of the songs and I would listen to them now, you know, when I'm in the car, I play the album and it really sticks with me, specifically the All One Tribe theme song that's the first track on the album. It really inspires me to remember what's important about unity. And um, it, it's something that I think that that song is going to resonate for many years to come. It'll never get old. All right. That is cool. <laughs> I have something about... Uh... I, I know I know I think you might have found it fun to do this in the middle of a pandemic because you finally got connections you never thought would happen right yeah what it, yeah you, you know that was that was a blessing because this whole project was created and um, completed all virtually and what I learned as a creative person as a business person as a leader and as a follower too of this industry is that you really can do a lot never underestimate what you can do there was nothing that kept us from doing this project people from all over the world all over the country never most of these people I've never I think on the CD I had about three or four of the artists in person most of the other artists are people that I've never met in person but I still feel a true connection to them so the pandemic didn't keep us from being unified and being all one tribe in fact it actually helped us because we could use the magical power of technology to um to communicate and to stay connected yeah shout out to Rob Boyer shout out to STEM music if you're listening mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout out to every single artist on um, the album, the producers, Aaron, Nigel, Smith, Shine, just like everyone. I don't want to keep listing names and then miss somebody out, but yeah. every single you would take person longer who's if you on it. Yeah, it would take forever. So just read, you know, look at the album, everyone who's on it, read the credits, be sure to do that because there were a lot of people who put a lot of hard work into making sure that this album was one that will be listened to and celebrated and honored for generations to come. Oh yeah, and what what would you think if there were no pandemic? Because I'm hearing all the hype going around with like Kids Corner and like uh, We Nation. Uh, what would without if there was no pandemic, how would the whole publicity thing look like? Um, I could see us going on a tour of all the All One Tribe tour, uh, a tour bus or a. Tour plane and going from city to city presenting this concert that's what would be really exciting and what would people do you think people would appreciate you if it were in person well of course because they already do i mean all of the every single artist from myself and everyone else was already a superstar before the pandemic and so what we were able to do virtually is based on what we did in person so the good thing about us being artists and being professionals in this field is that we're able to pivot. So whether we're in person or whether we're virtually, we're all amazing and constantly innovating in our craft, looking at ways to make shows engaging and fun and exciting for children and families. So no matter when we're in the pandemic, we're rocking. And when we're outside of the pandemic, we're rocking. So it's all one tribe and everyone is is committed to and i think this is really important committed to black excellence so that that doesn't no pandemic 
can change that because of the fact that our ancestors have been through many things and we draw we draw upon the inspiration of our ancestors who may have had hardships but they always found a way to strive to be excellent in black excellence which i call black excellence all right i mean you're ta you're talking great stuff now what do you think is the most fun experience of having this whole album were you like what was do you think is the most fun experience of making this thing together i would say two things once we were in a, a rehearsal uh i was able to choreograph the music video uh that the all one tribe theme song i uh choreographed the music video and i've never choreographed on zoom before i've choreographed people in person but not on Zoom. And I also created the video concept for the music video. And so directing the concept for the video that everyone that was compiled with everyone in and then choreographing the video, that was fun because it meant that we got to, you know, work together um, across, you know, different states and using Zoom to really make that happen. So shout out to Zoom. And the second thing I would say is when I recorded the music video for I Am the Future of Black History with my Culture Kingdom kids, I uh, had not seen them because of the pandemic in over 16 months. And so being seeing uh, the Culture Kingdom kids in person for the first time, I had seen them virtually. I have a pen pal club, so I had written them letters. But and seeing them at some of the other virtual shows I did was amazing. But seeing them in person, I didn't realize how much I missed seeing the children in person until I actually was at the video shoot. And, you know, we had to just pause to just have fun and, and have social distance connection because we missed each other so much. So those were the two most fun times thus far. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more fun times as well. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so much fun you guys are gonna have. Oh, and by the way, uh, what do your kids think of the album? Do you have kids and what do you think of the album? What do they think of the album? Cause that's I'm also looking for kid reviews. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, the Culture Kingdom kids actually are featured in the All One Tribe music video as well. So there's two music videos. I have mine that I created, I Am the Future of Black History, uh, which you can see on YouTube. And that one features the Culture Kingdom kids and they're also featured in a song. So that you see them there, but you also see those same children featured in the I um, in the All One Tribe music video. You see them dancing. And when they heard the song for the first time, they loved it. And I've had parents tell me that their children can't stop singing it. So it's Culture Kingdom Kids approved. All right, Culture Kingdom Kids approved content. That's for sure. Yeah. Did you get your cootie shot? Just one Oh, I got my cootie shot. I definitely got my cootie shot. Did you get yours? Not yet, but what, <laughs> what do you think of Pierce Freelon? Because uh... I love that song. He's amazing. I love his mother. She's amazing. She, I've been listening to her music for years. So I'll say she's one of my, Nina Freelon is one of my influences too. And I've had the chance to meet her. I actually met her before I met him. And I think that she is a goddess and she really has inspired me. Um, I loved her jazz music growing up. So I really appreciate all that they have done to contribute to this field. All right. And I'm going to be chatting with Pierce Freelon in just a moment. <laughs> and I'm sure it's going to be great. What do you think? Anyway, any thoughts on the awakening of like the kids' music scene? Because now people are more and more aware of this these artists are you glad that there are efforts to do it 
Yeah, I mean, I always thought that, see, I grew up listening to children's music and a lot of people in the children's music um, industry, depending on how old they are, depends on what children's music they listen to. So I think it's really important that children are centered and that they have their own music I think it's really important that we put funds and, and attention on making sure that it's quality music that, that is age appropriate and affirming for children. And I think that it's the, that, you know, as much as it's, it's, it's never been gone. Children's music has been here since the beginning of time. And I'm happy to see that, uh, African-American children's music artists are finally getting the credit that they are due uh, because we've been doing children's music for millions of years. And so I think it's really important that we're finally getting recognized for the, the contributions that we make to affirming and uplifting our children around the world. But specifically, our children that look like us, I think it's really important that children see children's entertainers and educators that look like themselves so that they know that they can do it too and that they can have this as a career choice as well. Yeah, it's good. It's for so many other mm -hmm. kids. Any favorite songs from the album that are <laughs> Oh, I've got lots. So I love um, DJ, DJ Willie Wow. I love his song. Um, okay, I got a whole bunch of them. So let me see. Okay. This the the, the black crayon. Like That's my favorite song right now. And then I love the one shot. I love all of them. Um, let's see. Another one that like really, really like gets to me is same one you said is beautiful brown babies. And then the other thing I just like love, 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 love. I, I love Rainbow by Miss Nikki. When I first heard it, it just really touched my heart. I love all of them, but those are the ones that just like they they touch my heart. All of them touch my heart. So I like them all. Anyway, all of them. It's too hard to choose. If you made me choose, I couldn't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> just buy the whole album. Just buy the whole thing. Yeah, I really like it. And I also like the fact that the, the funnest one of all is uh, what's this song called? Uh, the Melanin Remix. Yeah, like yeah, it's Rogers. awesome. Yeah. And do you want to do another All One Tribe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be really great. I love it. So um, this project's really important. And I think it's, it's, like I said, it's great to be on it. And it's been great to meet more children's music artists that look like me. It's been really affirming. And what can we expect from you lastly? What can we expect from you in the future? Well, I'm always the future of Black history. So the next thing is I have a new music video dropping for my song, North, South, East, and West. I've got, um, many uh, children's books and children's apparel coming out that's themed around all of my programs. And I Whoa! And you can visit. You got Yes, March. I do have a book. I have a book called I Like the Me I See that you can get on my website, culturekingdomkids.com. And um, I have the album by the same name, I Like the Me I See. And I also have a line of children's wear of teachers. One says, I like the me I see. The other says, I am the future of Black history. So you can watch all of my music videos uh, for all of my songs on my website, culturekingdomkids.com. Wow. Hard to believe that you've got merch. Looks like people. I'm, looks like I feel like I want some. <laughs> yeah, gotta go get it. Yeah, gotta go get it. Support Culture Queen. Support her messages. Buy her merch, Thank please. Thank this is a shameless plug. This portion is brought to you by Culture Kingdom Kids. Say <laughs> <laughs> listen, I think it's 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 okay, and I appreciate your support because you know 
Um, my children's book, I Like the Me I See, it is, um, you know, empowering pages that is a book that's about body positivity for children through a cultural perspective. And it's really, I have a music video. It started with my song, I Like the Me I See. So the music video is really fun and it, it, it has, it features our culture kingdom kids. And one special thing that most people don't know about the children's book is that all of the illustrations in the book feature actual culture kingdom kids over my past 11 years of being the founder and owner of culture kingdom kids. And the same thing in all of my music videos, all the children are in there aren't like just child actors. These are children who are in my life and I'm in theirs and they inspire me and I inspire them. Oh, so sweet. Well, thank you for having me. I'd love to have you back again because sure. yeah, there's more to you than just all one tribe. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much and continue to, to uplift children's music. You're doing a great job. And remember that you are a tower of royal power. I am.